On this clinically pressed what we are reading, we are going to talk about the book Mindset by Carol Dweck. Uh, depending on who you talk to, this book has been a game changer for a lot. Um, I read it quite a while ago, uh, but continue to keep revisiting it in multiple ways within life. Uh, I know uh, Logan Gelbrick of Deuce Gym is very big on it. I believe it is a requirement for you to read if you want to be a coach there. It's something you have to go through, and they base a lot of what they do for their training of coaches and how they interact with everybody based on the concepts out of this book. Uh, really can apply to absolute anything. Uh, we're going to talk about it a little bit with just developing as a clinician, uh, but really it can also be utilized a ton with yourself in terms of trying to pursue your own goals, whether those be health and fitness related or anything else. And really um, going beyond that, this is going to be a new one for me as we've got a 16 month old running around utilizing it with her as she continues to grow up and looking at these two different types of mindsets that we're going to talk about. So a lot of the book and its premise is based around a growth mindset versus a fixed mindset. And Carol Dweck argues that a growth mindset is about the only way to go because it allows for development and learning and kind of the process of continuing to achieve things. Uh, so that is really where the growth mindset comes on and we'll dig into that a little bit more versus a fixed mindset which really hones in on traits, um, it makes more judgments, um, it can limit achievement based on whether you mean to or not, creating a sense of what someone's ability is and that can potentially be detrimental um, based on what is phrased, how you use it, and how that person perceives what they're doing. And we'll get into more details on that. And um, really, that it would just be you know labeling someone as smart versus looking at the effort that goes into it. So one of the quotes out of it that I really liked is, becoming is better than being. In a, in a fixed mindset, it doesn't allow you to become because you are fixed in what you are. You, that is the identity you rely upon. And for some people, that can be where they sit and stay and everything gets wrapped up in that so it can potentially limit you from growth and development in any kind of way that you are looking at to try and make the next next step one of the ones i thought that was really interesting and this was you know if you look at effort and why it can be so terrifying for someone with a fixed mindset again that's saying that you know, if you're always told that you are smart, that you should just be smart and that that means you understand things. And so in a fixed mindset, it really means that you don't necessarily need effort. And just the thought of needing to put in that much effort for a difficult problem, um, a solution that isn't necessarily um, right there for you can cast doubt on your ability and it really is, it comes in framing of that. And it also, using effort can rob you of the excuse that without putting in the effort, you could always say, oh, I could have been, because you didn't necessarily take that next jump 
to put in the effort to evolve. And that can be a scary thing, which is why in a fixed mindset, if you don't put in that effort, you always have the, oh, I could have been story. So in terms of being a clinician, that's challenging yourself to learn that new technique or try to evolve your practice. And it could have been, or for someone who's just trying to get more healthy without putting on that effort, it's, oh, I could have lost that 20 pounds, but, you know, it just didn't work out. And I'm speaking from personal experience. I am right there in that game as well. Um, That brings up, and I don't remember where I got this story from. I believe it was from a podcast from about another book, but how you present and look at a problem can also have a significant impact on how you address it. Um, They were talking about a class, um, I believe it was a mathematics class, and so all the students were in the class. uh, The professor put up these unsolvable problems up on the board. Uh, These are ones that have been stumping the math world for years um, and years and years, and Every semester they would put them up there for the students to gnaw on, you know, and try and work through and maybe somebody would have a spark of genius throughout the year. Well, the students that were in the class knew that they had been unsolvable. So it put them in this mindset that these haven't been solved for decades. So how are we going to solve them? Well, there was a student that had missed class um, whenever those got put up, but ran in at the end to try and get the homework assignment to make sure that they didn't fall behind. So they were unaware that these were unsolvable problems and came in, jotted them down really quick in their notebook, believing that they were the homework, went home, ended up solving them, bringing them back to the astonishment of the professor and everybody else in the course. Because they had this fresh view of that, these were solvable problems, this was just the homework that needed to get done, they jumped right in, took care of it, got it figured out, and now all of a sudden they were on to the next thing. So that fresh viewpoint and that growth mindset of this is just what needed to be done because this was the assignment allowed them to look at it completely different without this hanging over them that it was an unsolvable problem and that they weren't going to get it done so if there's a way you can frame what your goals are and what you're trying to do by looking at it like it's not unsolvable but as it's just a fresh problem that there is an answer and start working through that, that can be a game changer for you in terms of how you address things. And that kind of came back to another point that uh, came out of this book, Mindset, is that what any person in the world can learn, almost all can, but it has, they have to be provided with the conditions before during and after in order to do that so it's not that anything is necessarily unattainable it's just setting up the conditions for that person to be able to do it yes there are some outliers in those things and that's what makes the human race unique but vast majority of things can be learned it's just setting up the correct environment for people to do that and accomplish that kind of switching back now into kind of a leadership and clinician based thing uh, 
This is Dwyer quoted a lot of John Wooden in this book, who is the UCLA basketball coach who had just a unique insight into things. But one of his quotes from it was, ability gets you to the top, but character keeps you there. And so beyond that, to expand on that, they mentioned that great leaders didn't set out to be great leaders. They weren't interested in necessarily proving themselves. Um, They just did what they loved with tremendous driving and enthusiasm, and it led where it led. So it wasn't a fixed mindset of, I have to be a great leader to get this done. They just were trying to grow and improve. And with that came the ability to become that great leader because that back-end effort and development allowed them to get to that point. Going to now what that looks like for how a person leads and how they can help benefit those that they do lead or that they interact with. And I think this goes not just to a employer employee relationship, but it applies to coworkers. It applies to the people you work with or you train or that you surround yourself with. And they argue that, you know, group think, equals a fixed mindset when everybody is just kind of going along and thinking the same way there's no growth there we're all set in what we think is right and want to do and that reduces the ability for someone to speak up and say hey is this not necessarily the way we want to go is there something else we want to take a look at here and within that group thing that just becomes the stable and the norm. And so you got to be really cautious, especially as somebody in a leadership position or, again, in the people you're training and working with in terms of anything with patient care, is if you just stay in that fixed and if somebody brings in an idea and you're unwilling to even consider it, that's going to keep you in this fixed mindset and keep you from developing. So being able to critically... Um, reflect on that and be able to feel that you are at least giving it full consideration is something that is worth considering. And so that comes back to the workplace in that, you know, are you looking at when you're working with people, are you judging what's going on or are you helping develop? Can you create more opportunities to learn within where you're at to be in this growth mindset Um, trying to get more feedback being open to getting more feedback and that can be the hardest part and then how do you interact with your people and clients as we kind of mentioned are you kind of recoiling if they bring in new ideas or are you taking those new ideas that they're bringing and maybe shedding some more light on it maybe the idea they have is a little outdated this has happened to me more than I care to admit in my career I go and I read something I think it's new and wonderful but by the time I start talking about it I realize that I just was late to the game and finding it there's something else but that allows for me to grow and I need people around me that are willing to sit there and just be like hey by the way, that's not necessarily the newest thing. Here's this information, consider this, and then that can restart and have more ideas develop based on all of that um, information that is out there. To kind of finalize all of this, um, going through, and just again, this hits home with me now trying to make sure um, 
as I'm raising our little one to make sure that I'm staying growth based, not fixed. Um, also in just working with patients and athletes and different things, not necessarily giving them a fixed mindset unintentionally, but continuing to allow them to grow and focus on that wording specifically to help them grow, um, I think is really important. So, you know, in a fixed mindset, if success equals smart, then failure equals dumb. I think it should be abundantly clear that failure is what helps drive us forward and helps us grow. And if that is being associated with you are now dumb, that can be really detrimental to whoever that is coming from and doesn't necessarily failure doesn't have to equal dumb if failure means you're just not good enough you know if an athlete isn't strong enough or they didn't get through that specific exercise or you know somebody falls off the wagon with their diet a little bit that failure and putting it is that you're just not successful can be a very quick downward spiral that we have to be very aware of in how we address it so looking at praise in a growth mindset process focuses on the practice, the study, the persistence, and other good strategies. Um, and you really want to admire and appreciate the efforts and the choices. What can you pick out of a potential quote-unquote failure episode that allows them to continue to push forward and advance? And so if it doesn't go well for a test or something for an example we can still praise the effort if they had put in the effort but we can also come back to looking at is okay we put in the effort and we know we did but we just need to change the strategy now in order to help you get there it is not that you didn't succeed because you're dumb it's because we just need to find a better approach in order to get this done and succeed as you want to and continue to grow and advance and develop switching from you know we're not here to judge or punish we're here to help think and learn continuous growth as has been the theme of talking about this book um and with that and then i think this is really the key and one that i've done a lot of self-reflecting on is if we're going to raise the standards of what we're trying to accomplish personally or with the people we work with, whatever that situation may be, if we're going to raise those standards, you have to be able to help guide a way for that person to reach them. I think that really starts setting people apart is when you can see beyond just here's the goal Here's what we're trying to do, but then also gave, giving them the resources and the path to help get there. Same thing with yourself. This is comes back to a little bit of the question of, you know, if you see a problem, you better come with a solution. Well, sure, that's good. I would argue you got to ask for ideas maybe, but to hold them to a solution could be unfair because there's just no way that they're operating with the same amount of information that you are, potentially if you're in a leadership role, to answer that problem or solve it. And so giving them more to help solve that can be important in terms of getting that done. So 
great book. Highly recommend it. There are so many applications out of it. It has been a great resource and thought process for me. I try and catch myself all the time in, you know, with our little one as she does something good, not saying you're so smart, but coming up with a different way to say it and praising her effort and perseverance to try and figure it out. Um, and that will be interesting across the next <laughs> for many years, but something I'm looking forward to and hoping to really just make sure to help her grow and then again with all the people and working with athletic training students or anybody else keeping on the idea of focusing on that growth to continue to help drive them forward and then giving them the path to get there so highly recommend checking out the book we'll have it linked up in the show notes um but carol dweck mindset highly recommend you go read it and we hope you enjoyed this little summary on it